Hi, this is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. How are you doing today? Uh, today's a, a still humid. They said it was supposed to cool down. Maybe tomorrow it'll happen, but praying for those people, especially my nephew Cameron and his girlfriend are in, in the uh, Louisiana area, just praying for them because that hurricane weather is, is picking up there. So I'm just hoping and praying that he's okay. I have to see if I can text him and make sure that nothing happened in his area. But I say a prayer for all those people that are in the Gulf because uh, apparently the weather is very bad and it's, and it's supposed to go all the way up to the mid, uh, Midwest. So praying for all of you out there. Hey, listen, today I want to talk about motivation. You know, I'm always thinking about movement. And to me, motivation is about movement. And I just don't believe you can teach that. I, I, maybe I'm wrong. I'm not an expert here. I'm just stating what I've seen in my experiences in my life. You know, when you think about what, motiv- what motivation is, it's basically, it's um, the process of stimulating people to actions to accomplish a goal. Now, how do you stimulate people? That's my question. Because if someone is stuck and they don't understand that they're stuck, how can you stimulate them? I know I can't. Because let's face it, we're all at a point in our lives where we only do what we know to do. Now, I I don't think you can teach motivation. Can you stimulate people? Well, for me, that takes unconditional love and acceptance. Because to in, in my opinion, when someone isn't motivated, and believe me, there are chemical imbalances, there are reasons for why. But when you think about it, stimulating someone, I don't know, coffee stimulates me. <laughs> it really has to go to the core of what's going on inside of them. So the reason why I said it can't be taught is because there's a deeper issue going on. If someone is not motivated to be responsible for their lives, well, of course, maybe they they weren't taught that they have that option. You know, it's their choice. You know, maybe they're not aware of that. But the thing that I always think about, as long as you're living and breathing, there's an opportunity for growth. So for me, motivation means that you want to go forward. It's a drive. Now, it's according to this explanation that's here, it's something that you can do by stimulating people. Uh, again, I just have to say I, I don't agree with that because I know a lot of people are stuck in this society. There are people who are just existing. They're just breathing. You know, whenever I hear parents say, oh, my child's taking too long to finish school or, you know, this person's not doing this with their life, you know what I say For me, I always pray for people because unless people recognize they're in a situation where they're not moving along with life, you can talk all you want. And some people think that you're judging them. And some people think you're being critical of them. You know, I just think back to my time when I was depressed and when I was in my cloud of of denial and whatever else it might be you want to call it at that point in my life. When people were acting hostile towards me, I didn't understand because I didn't know that I was stuck or I was depressed or, you know, life was just overwhelming to me. I didn't even realize that then. But I know there were family members of, of mine that were praying for me and they, you know, they weren't critical of me. These people were accepting of me and I, I just felt um, accepted. But the people who were critical of me, 
I kind of just turned away from them, didn't want to be around them. So I think before you can motivate someone, you have to know that they have to know that you at least like them. You at least care about them. And, and I don't know about anybody else, but I know I'm this type of person that if I see somebody who's not motivated, historically what I would do is just turn on them. Didn't want to be bothered with them because you're bringing me down, you know, and I know myself, I'm not a teacher. <laughs> Listen, I couldn't even manage middle management people, adults. So I know I'm not that. That's not my persona. That's not who I am. But to the grace of, of God, I've, I've, I've softened a little bit. So at least I'm willing to hear your story. At least I'm willing to offer help if you want it. When historically, I wouldn't have done that. I would have just turned away from you because you're bringing me down. I don't have time for you. So the difference in my life now is that, yeah, okay, I hear it. You know, there are circumstances, situations that have happened in your life that have caused you to be there. My only problem, I think, are people who want to stay there. That's my issue. When I look to people who are young children suffering from cancer in the hospital that might not get that life that you have. Listen, life is valuable. Life is short. You have to live it. And as long as you're breathing, it's life. Things are gonna happen. You know, it's not the things that happen to us, it's how we handle it. So if you can motivate people to recognize that, hey, what's happening to you is not any different than happens to anybody else. You do have an option. You do have the opportunity to change your life. But you have to want that. And nobody can motivate you to want that. But I go back again. If you don't even recognize you're stuck, if you're appreciating the fact that you're stuck, and the thing I always say, don't be a victim. Stop crying. Stop complaining. Let's not be a victim because victim stays nowhere and goes nowhere. Then people think that they have the power to pounce on you, to bring you down, to talk down to you. Believe me, I really recognize that now only because what happened back in the 70s and 80s when I was in corporate America, there weren't too many people like me on the corporate level who weren't secretaries or administrative assistants, okay? So honestly, I was the only one. Took me a long time to realize that. But the bottom line is, I talk to everybody the same. You know, you respect me, I respect you. I'll never forget this one time, I was giving a presentation to the new regime that came in, and the CEO's office, the chairman's office, and they had me there. Believe me, I was in my 20s, and I was begging not to go. I, why do I have to give a mad message to these people? I'm the lowest person in the department. Why don't you guys just do it for me? Of course, they wouldn't do it, so I had to give this presentation. I Believe me, I was nervous, and I said to my mom, I don't really want to do this. My mom said one thing to me, and she said, Diane, just think about one thing. Never let anybody intimidate you. Just remember one thing, and I'll use the swear word that was her favorite and only swear word I ever heard her say. We all shit the same. So these people are no better than you. So you just go in there and do your best, and you'll be okay. Mind you, I was going up there (laughs) making my presentation. Thank God my boss was nice enough to let me go first and just explain ahead of time what my role was. 
And I gave my presentation and I didn't really read from it because I was talking about what my daily duties do were and what part of the strategic planning department, what role I played in that and that department. So anyway, after I finished, I was like, I can't tell you how many people came up to me and said, and people that were higher than me and had to give a long in-depth speech and told me how great I did. But I did remember what my mother said. No one's better than you. And if you put in your head that you're a victim, that somebody's doing something to you, that you have no power, you're giving them freedom to walk all over you. That's just the real part of life. Because when I think back to the times I was challenged, and mind you, there was a vice president that kicked me out of his office, senior VP, not just a regular VP, senior VP, because he, he stated something that wasn't true. I've had uh, executives that have just confronted me, either they didn't think I did a good job. If they didn't respect me, no, you aren't talking to me like that. I don't care who you are. And this other Diane would come out, and she wasn't a nice Diane. I broke up a meeting one time, and I was the only female of, of any color in that room. They're mostly white males. And I think now, you know, my boss, Jim Roden, God bless him, he was a great guy. You know, he, heard, he always knew when I was getting ready to go off, and he heard my fingernails tapping on the desk as this one guy was giving a presentation, and I disagreed with his, his words about whatever. But anyway, he whispered to me, Diane, don't say anything. Don't get excited. And I just spoke up, you know, because that is who I am. I'm going to speak out, but I'm always going to respect your position. I may disagree with you, but when I feel you're doing something wrong, you're going to hear from me. Now, it doesn't mean I expect these days to change your opinion, but you're not going to come up against me. I'm sorry. It's just not happening like that, you know? And if you challenge me, I'm going to challenge you right back because it's my understanding that's what you're asking for. Uh, That's the way I'm taking it. But if you respect me, I'm going to respect you. And honestly, depending upon the individual, I'll always show them uh, respect first. But if you come at me aggravated, listen, and I'll tell you right now, the majority of the people I've had conflict with in the corporate America have been females. And that's a sad thing to say. And I know, I, I believe I know why they act that way. I can't really comprehend, but it's my opinion that if you act like a victim, If you act like you're better than somebody else, really, what you're acting is just that. Because at the core of you, you're not that strong. Because if you're a strong individual, you can give people respect. You can honor those who are over you. You give them respect, whether you like what they're doing or not. But when you're weak, really weak inside, just because you have a title doesn't make you strong. So listen, I say to all of you out there, when it comes to motivation, dig deeper into that person's life before you choose to like, I'm gonna stimulate, you know, I love when people come in a room and they have a bunch of people that they think they can stimulate. They don't even take the opportunity to connect with whoever's in the room, you know, to get people to give their story. I think if I was a present presenter and I was trying to give a motivational speech, I'm gonna wanna hear, to, hear from my audience. You know, maybe questions beforehand, um, 
you know, whatever it may be, but I want to build that relationship. And once you, people feel respected, then I think they're going to listen to you. And maybe then you'll be able to motivate them. Hey, it's just my opinion. <laughs> it's just the way I feel. And uh, you take it or you leave it. I'm not going to be offended. Hey, listen, I thank you so much for listening to me today. This is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. And if you're on Facebook, book, hit me up. I'm at Diane JC, JC Harvest. You make it a great day.